Morgan. Hi, Liz. So are you hungry? Uh, no. Good. What? What? Because I don't have any food for you. What food do we have in front of us? We don't have any food. It looks like a blank coffee table. There is a glass of water. There is. Uh, so... Welcome to Food for Pod. Welcome to Food for Pod. Or this episode... Lack, uh, lack there food for pod. Hung... Oh. Hung oh? I was going to say Hungry for Pod. Hungry for Pod? Ooh, that would have been a good name, too. We're coming up with all the good so names. so many good names. 30, 30 episodes uh, Yeah, in. like almost a year in. Um, do you want to explain why we don't have food, or do you want me to explain? Uh, I'll explain why we don't have food two days ago when we tried to do this, or last week when we tried to do this. Okay. And then you could explain why we don't have food today. Yep. Uh, we tried to order food. And we, uh, what we're going to be talking about, spoiler, is uh, fish tacos. Yep. And we got the fish tacos delivered, and it was a fish taco, technically. Technically. It was a tortilla with breaded fish on it. But there was no They forgot, like, the condiments. It was just fish and a tortilla. It was so sad. It was like two tortillas with a breaded piece of fish on it and then two tortillas with three breaded shrimpies on them. And then no like salsa, no crema, no like, coleslaw, not even like a handful of lettuce. It was like, a very it was a very sad uh, food ordering experience and we were like, "Oh, well, we'll just like We'll, we'll do it a different... We'll, there's plenty of other fish taco places. We'll get yeah, fish tacos in a few days. We didn't want to throw the place we ordered from under the bus because they were very nice. They're very They refunded nice. me for my sad tacos because they were supposed to have accoutrements. Right, and, and they know that. Like, they, they admitted when we called them, which makes Admitted. Me <laughs> I badgered them, and no. They uh, finally confessed after six <laughs> hours of interrogation. No, but they, they're super nice, uh, but we don't want to, like... We didn't. We wouldn't have like a lot to talk about. It would about. be hard to say. Like we ended up putting our own salsas on it. Like we're a house that has some condiments. In this house, we believe. We believe ketchup is in the fridge. Ketchup's in the fridge, and it doesn't go out of fish taco necessarily. Yep. And we make our own salsas. You had like a you had like an avocado salsa thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. So and. I ordered some guacamole. We made it work, but it wasn't the way that I think they wanted their fish tacos presented uh and we were like okay we'll just go to another place and we'll get fish tacos and we tried to order them and they're out of fish yeah they just don't have they have it on their menu but they cannot make one today this is this is obama's supply chain issues yeah this goes back to nafta yeah um or whatever what was the one that the trans-pacific partnership that checks cars for clunker cash for clunkers sure is that a obama yeah i don't one eight seven seven cars for that's a different thing and if you say those words i will sing that song for five straight days we're blaming all of them on us not having yeah this is this is the cars for kids songs (laughs) fault we are that there's no fish at our other local fish taco location um and so then our last idea was we, I would just drive to a further away purveyor of fish tacos. But it's, we're it's in the middle of a downpour. Pouring rain. And I just didn't want to. 
So we're in a real fuck it, we'll do it live situation. Yeah, we'll just, t- we don't need fish tacos to talk about fish tacos because you know what both of us have done before is eat fish tacos. And I'm sure most people out there have had a fish taco before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a very broad category. But th- but this is the very fishy situation we find ourselves in. Ooh, there's the episode title. Yep. Uh, but before we before we talk before we get into all the things that you prepared, is this the weirdest uh, delivery situation you found yourself in? I think so. I mean, I think that was definitely one of the stranger opening it up. So, I mean, I'm in an ongoing fight with Domino's because they <laughs> screw something up every time, and I never complain because it's always like pizza so it's not really a fight it's not really a fight it's, it's just passive aggression it's not even passive aggression because i'm they're being passive aggressive to me i'm doing nothing remember when domino's i have two domino's stories oh you have two domino's gave us a free pizza one time domino's has given us a free pizza a few times yeah because well there was the time we ordered it in Asheville. no i'm saying like they showed up with an extra pizza. Oh, that did happen. Because right, of, that's when they were doing their promo of, like, sometimes we give you... It's like, hey, maybe you'll get a mudslide or a, or a, or some sliders or something that's not... Slider! <laughs> I feel like their commercial was like, it might be a Bloomin' Onion or something that's not on, not on the menu. <laughs> uh, I was with somebody... Maybe I think a puppy. It might be, yeah, here's a dog you have to take care of. <laughs> And then they were, like, filling... Domino's has been on a wild streak of ideas. Remember when they were filling potholes? Yeah. And paying you to be, to do carry-out? Yeah. They have a lot of good ideas. I, I like mean, their I My like favorite their enduring one is the one where if they take too long to bring you your pizza, you get to order a free pizza again later. Yeah. That's, that's the classic. I did... I don't know if they still do the hot spots. Like, have you... Like, it was, like... Don't worry if you're not at your house. You can order Domino's from wherever you are. Oh. I don't know if they still do that, but one time we were at, like, a beach day, like, out at the beach, and there was, uh, we we just, like, look over, and there's, like, a straight-up Domino's delivery guy, like, walking through the sand with, oh, a, with a Domino's pizza. That's tough. And I was like... Guys, you can meet him at the road. Like, yeah. don't, you don't have to make him, like, don't, you don't have to prove a point. We will bring you a pizza anywhere. They're, like, I was on like, a boat. I was like, are they filming a Domino's commercial out <laughs> here? Um, I, that's hilarious. It, I was, like, laughing so hard at the image that I forgot <laughs> what I was even going to say about Domino's. <laughs> and then the only other, like, one time, uh, Somebody, you know the things that like close bags, like not the twisty tie ones, but the like plastic ones that we like threw away, like the the prong kind of like square looking that that close bread bags. No, they're like stamp size and they're plastic. Oh, those like little twisty tie things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody I was eating with had one of those like in their burger. No. At a yeah. I had a toothpick in my burger. It's like not like the one that holds your burger that you expect to be there, but oh, like no. in the patty. Oh no! Yeah. Was it like in the restaurant or at home? It was in the restaurant. Oh. So I was just like, "This is dangerous." Yeah. <laughs> this was like this was like deliver. It, it was obviously like 
something had been like a bag had been like opened and it just like fell uh, into like the fries or whatever. Uh, okay. But it was still like not a good. That's not what you don't want. Like ah, one time I went to like a sweet green in New York. Mm-hmm. And that's like a salad place, like it was like a takeout salad. So I got my yeah. salad and I took it back to my office. I was like working for a client in New York, and I op- like I didn't open it because when I set it down, somehow I didn't notice this the whole like ten minute walk back because I was like talking to my coworker or something. I set it down and my salad was like noisy, which you don't oh. want. What makes noise in a salad? A grasshopper. <laughs> To be fair. And it was like, thump, 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 thump. Like, it wasn't, like, squealing. It was, like, trying to get out. It was, like, so it was, like knocking. It was, yeah. Like, it was like you had trapped a grasshopper that had been in the... Yeah, there was, like, a grasshopper that was, like, hanging out in the leaves, and then it was trapped in this Did Tupperware. It, here's my question. It was sweet green? Yeah. Was it a green grasshopper? Yes. So they're not... Li- I they're don't, not lying. I don't think that they're liable because it's the yeah. truth. Yeah. You know what? I didn't. I didn't end up complaining because it was a really busy job <laughs> consulting, and you just don't have time to go back to Sweet Green and show them the grasshopper. So I just like let it go, and I ate like M and M's from the kitchen. I think my coworker gave me like half of her salad. It could, oh, it could have been a sweet grasshopper though. Then it would have been. A sweet I did green. not order live grasshopper on my salad. I mean, that's a delicacy in some uh, countries. Right, but not like New York corporate America. Like, <laughs> I just wanted some leaves and to go about my day. Next next episode, we're getting grasshopper. I would love to try grasshopper. I'm like really fascinated generally by the like use of bug protein as... Have you ever had the, can- the candy with like uh, with like a grasshopper in it, like a popsicle with like a, a milk. I had a lollipop bead. with a worm in it. Yeah, I never, I never it, yeah. ate it. I just had it on my desk. Yeah, I feel like that's like a Spencer's gift or like yeah. a, or like a country like cracker barrel. <laughs> yeah, like a cracker barrel, like a scorpion in your like candy yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't eat it, but I had one. No, I think, I think we should do a, an episode. We should, we should eat bugs. We should do an episode about uh, a bug, a bug episode. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that comes up in like sustainability of like there's all this usable protein on the earth and we're not using it because we have weird ideas about what's gross and I'm not like anti that idea but like i'm not ready to eat one live grasshopper in a salad i think that's pretty dismissive of like what like cultural norms are too it's like we don't go to india and are like oh you guys there's all this meat that you're not eating yeah i think it's but it's like i think it's white people talking to other white people in these things like it's it's crunchy white people. It's crunchy white us. people talking to not as crunchy white people. And, and it's like, it, I think I've seen that like pitch on like Shark Tank where they're like, sharks, do you know that like yeah. there's an easy way to feed everybody? And it's like, we already actually have enough food to feed everybody. The problem is inequality, I think. Yeah, and getting the food to people. It's, and it's one of these things where it's like me eating worms is not going to stop factory farming and the problems that come with, like... I don't know. We haven't tried it. That's a good point. It's That's why it's like, here, eat worms, stop recycling. You that's, specifically. Yep. <laughs> you already don't recycle. I recycle. You recycle, you recycle everything. Yeah. Everything is recyclable. <laughs> and plus, I've seen our building manager just, just dump it all in the, the trash, trash anyway. Yeah. anyway. It's all a farce. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think, like, my my worst sin as a person ordering delivery is that I had a series when I was in my 20s of just, like, ordering late night delivery and then falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's sitting there for no, you the next day? No, because I didn't have, like, a, I didn't have a place you could leave it, so I would just have, like, five missed calls. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a jackass. I mean, that's not that bad. Somebody eats that. I I hope so. I, like walked around i don't where was i uh it wasn't in chicago i don't know where it was probably one of the places we went recently that i saw just like mcdonald's bag and drink out in front of a in front of an apartment building oh yeah and I'm like i've seen that with starbucks before too it's i've just seen like, that sometimes yeah yeah and it's like well i don't know how adventurous i would be to just like eat that McDonald's that's been out in front that's like sitting out in front of my apartment building door right yeah I guess what's the time limit on that like how long would you wait to eat something that's been delivered to you how long if it's been there for long enough would you still eat it Uh, very little time well like if it was in this building like if it was outside no, of our I'm, door, I'm if it was like out outside. on the porch, yeah. No, I, would I be, like maybe like five minutes. Oh, see, it, my, my 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 I'm embarrassed now. Mine would be like twenty five to thirty minutes. Uh, okay, but I I'm mean, also you... but I'm also the person that found a package of steak outside one time ah. and, and took it home and cooked it. So. No, I mean I was always really slow about unpacking my Blue Apron, so I don't think it's a food safety thing in the like. I'm just once something's like on the ground outside, I don't. I I, I, I consider it garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, it's like a cooked thing. Like it's McDonald's, so it's already probably taken you like 45 minutes from the time it was cooked right. to when it got to you, and like that's still like. But like when I found the steak, I was like at the grocery store. And I was walking home from the grocery store, and it was from the grocery store. Somebody had dropped it, like, uh. on there. And so I just picked it up and took it home because it was, like, it was a free steak, basically. Yeah. No, I realized that, like, my, I, something becomes garbage in my head very quickly and easily and, like, more so than I think most people. And that sounds confusing. I'll tell you what I mean. No, I know what you mean. Like, because Because there are plenty of times where I have, like cooked something and you've been like what are you doing that's garbage when you watch me and i'm like well i've used this before many of times and it's like well don't you're like don't tell me that exactly yeah like this is an example is i when i was in college i was like eating an orange and i set the orange down on the peel that it had previously been around Uh, the orange and then i was like ew my orange touched trash i can't eat my (laughs) orange and it was like Three minutes ago, that peel had been part of the orange. Like, it was literally touching the part that it had just been touching. Mm -hmm. But, like, a used orange peel, to me, is, like, trash. And so I, like, I think I, like, rationally overrode my, like, lizard brain to be, like, it's not trash. It was in the peel. You can keep eating the orange. But it just, like, felt gross. I mean, our first, like, one of our first, like, 
disagreements we ever had was over sink noodles. Yeah, you can't eat noodles that have been in the sink. If they accidentally fall, you can pick them up. You can wash off noodles. You can rewash noodles. Rewash? You can rewash noodles. How many times you already washing your I mean, noodles? Well, if I count it as washing when they're when they're boiling. When they're boiling. <laughs> they're, if something touches water, it counts as being washed. Huh. Mm. You need soap. Sound, sound off in the comments. Soap. You need... As those things not... It's not washed unless soap was involved, and I don't want soap on my noodles. The edible soap. That's the Rinse, million, that's what it is. That's the million dollar... Well, I guess soap is edible, but maybe, like, <laughs> soap that... This was our pre-COVID idea that would have made a million dollars, like, quickly... Soap that doesn't like ruin the taste of things. As you could just so you could sanitize all your actual food. food Oh lord, yourself. Oh man, let's go back in time. Let's go back in time and learn how soap is made. (laughs) Well, I've watched and then change the formula. I've seen the movie Fight Club. I know how soap is made. I haven't seen Fight Club. You have to steal pig lard. Oh, and. Then you can make soap in your abandoned house. Then how about we don't spoil Fight Club? Oh, this movie that came out like 30 years ago. I might watch it someday. I think you should. This is now going to be a movie review podcast. Next next week we talk about, I watch Fight Club and we talk about <laughs> it. I'm sure I'll love it. Um, do you want to talk about fish tacos? Let's talk about fish tacos. Let's talk about it. Let's hey. Ta- hey, call back. Yeah. Um, so... What do you like on a fish taco, I guess? There's a lot of versions. Fish taco means a lot of things. What does it mean to you? What does a fish taco mean to me? It's interesting because there's a lot of... I feel like my history with fish tacos pre-Chicago like Chicago is that fish tacos were always like a on-vacation food. Mm-hmm. You know? Like at the beach or just any vacation? Like like going to, like, places that ha- are near water. Yeah. Like the beach. That's logical. Mexico. Like, I don't know, like Orlando. I feel like places that, like, cater to tourists always have a fish taco on the menu. Okay. And I think that that's always was what I had. It seems that I would never get, like... A fish taco from, like, one of the, like, 4 a.m. taqueria places. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that my, uh, I think the thing that I, I'm, you know, I'm a flour, a flour tortilla boy. Mm -hmm. And fish tacos generally are corn tortillas. Mm -hmm. And then they also generally have some kind of slaw. And as we've discussed before, some slaws are better than others. That's true. Yeah, you're not a big slaw person, and you're not a big, like, mayonnaise person. Right. Which are some of the, like, not mayonnaise specifically, but I think fish tacos usually veer more in that direction. Yeah, and I think I've gotten, as long as there's, like, something that's not, something that's more flavorful than mayonnaise in the mayo, like, I'm cool with it. Like, usually it's, like, some kind of spiced, yeah. I like a chipotle mayo or an aioli. For sure, for sure, yeah. So, like, the I think the classic version, um, like, the original, not, I mean, there's, let me back up. There's not really an original fish taco because, in a sense, any time that fish is eaten on a tortilla in a taco form, it could be called a fish taco. Yes. And so, from that sense, there's really no like pinpointed the first time a person ate a fish taco no i feel like fish in a 
tortilla of some sort has been around yeah, a lot Yeah, that's long. been around for a long time. But, like, the sort of classic modern fish taco is, like, a fried, usually beer-battered fish. Mm-hmm. Then you have, like, some accoutrements that tend to include things like cabbage or, like, a cabbage-based slaw. Yeah. A pico de gallo or some kind of, like, fresh, like, salsa. A lime wedge. Yeah. mayonnaise sauce, like a little crema or, like, a chipotle mayo or something like that. And there's not... There's really not one thing that's, like, it must have cabbage and, like, mango salsa or whatever. Like, yeah. there's not that, but it usually involves some set of those accoutrements, except the one we ordered, which was just fish. Now, but. I've had <laughs> non-battered fish tacos before, mm-hmm. too, where it's just, like, a grilled fish taco. Yes. So that's, like, a riff on the... If, you, if you're having it in America, it's a riff on the fish taco that came to America. Oh, okay. Because the beer-battered version is the kind that was, like, introduced to the U.S. in, like, around the 50s or a little bit later. Um, but, like I said, frying fish is actually newer to Mexico, so, like, original, original tacos were probably grilled, so... I, I, like, I don't want right. to say, like, that's even newer. That's probably it's been older. Like, fri- like, fr- like, fresh fish fried up and put on a tortilla. Yeah, fresh fish cooked and put on a tortilla, probably not new. Yeah. But, like, the when, when fish tacos started gaining popularity in Southern California, they were classically beer-battered and fried. And then, like, now as places are serving more fish taco options, a grilled one is an obvious alternative because not everybody wants fried fish yeah i feel like it's like the the leaning into like that 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 people might not like fried food exactly and like i went back and forth on getting a uh salmon one from the place that we got originally from because that's like an example of like a newer like riff on the. We're gonna fish mix taco. it up and put a different. Yeah, fish. we're gonna put use a different fish because like, it's usually a white fish. So it's like we're gonna put a different fish and we're gonna grill it instead of frying it. Because like I don't think I've ever had like battered salmon. No, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. But I'm also thinking back to when we did the sushi episode mm-hmm. and we talked about how like salmon's not an original, but it's more approachable yep. and that kind. Yeah, of Yeah, and people are like like to eat salmon. Yeah. In the United States. Um, yeah, I mean, I might have had at some point, like, like a salmon croquette, but I've never had, like, like uh, fish and chips style fish with, like, salmon. Time, most of the time, I like, and we're going to, like, if it's, like, a Latin American fish with, like, salmon, it's, like, salmon on top of something or smothered. It's yeah, not, like, yeah. a salmon in a tortilla. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you, I've had salmon and taco. I've had, I had like, I think a couple of weeks ago, I had like ahi tuna on a taco. Mm. So you can put anything, yeah. I mean, as we've discussed many times, you can put anything on a taco. It's what constitutes a taco. Just, it has to be in a, in tortilla, a tortilla of some sort. Um, but yeah, so the, the classic version of the fish taco, so when I say that, I mean like the fried white fish with accoutrements that tend to go on a fish taco. Um, that originated in Baja, California, which is, like, the peninsula that hangs off the west coast of Mexico, and because it's a narrow peninsula, seafood is obviously a popular food, and also because Baja, California is a little separate from the rest of Mexico, 
like aspects of cuisine evolved separately. So it was among like like the rest of Mexico, it was colonized by the Spanish, but the Spanish didn't spend as much time there. So you've got Spanish influence, you've got indigenous influence, and then food historians speculate that another group of people that contributed to the, this version of the fish taco is fishermen and traders from Asia. Interesting. Um, were crossing the Pacific and fishing, and especially they were fishing off the coast of Baja California. And um, so, like, a common legend, like, this isn't, like, verified, is that either the city of Ensenada or the city of San Felipe, like, in the first half of the 1900s, uh, started using tempura batter in their fish tacos so that they could sell to these fishermen who were more used to eating like tempura. Tempura, yeah. Yeah. So that's like the, con- that's like what people say is like the origins of the beer battered fish taco. Um, that being said, like nobody has been able to find like a source that like verifies <laughs> like this is precisely why and this is like the person that started doing it or even like this is the city where it originated nobody is claiming that their great grandfather was the first person to put bat drop well, a fish in batter lots of people are okay. but like nobody has the receipts right like yeah. there's you'll find like i think there's like different cities claim that like the fish taco started here mm-hmm. um yeah but um like I said before, there's a lot of evidence that indigenous people in Baja California were putting fish on tortillas yeah. long before any of this, but like the style of like a, like lightly fried white fish um, may or may not have been developed to feed um, fishermen from Asia. Nice. Or... They may have just decided they liked fried food and started frying things. I mean, fried food is real good. Mm-hmm. Um, so then how did the fish taco get to the U.S.? It swam. Yes, it swam... Up the... Along the Pacific and surfed into San Diego. With a Baja blast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, when you think, like, do you... I already spoiled this, but, like... Do you associate fish tacos with a specific geography? I mean, you said yeah. Orlando. <laughs> I mean, I, anywhere, and I just think of that because, like, I would think of, like, that there's a fish taco shack somewhere around Disney World. Probably. I mean, that makes sense. But, but maybe, yeah, like, California. Yeah. Like, so, there's avocado in it, so. Yeah, I think they're, like, associated more with San Diego. Like, they sort of move, they're, now you can find fish tacos anywhere, but, like. Yeah. 30, 40 years ago, if you wanted fish tacos, your best bet was... Long John Silver's. Yes. Long I don't John. even know if they have tacos, because they're more just like, here's some fries and fry it and, like, battered fish on top of the fry. Like Yeah, I like, don't know if I've eaten a Long John Silver's, but I think of it as, like, popcorn trim. I don't know if Long John Silver's is still a thing. I think they are. Pro- probably. I never, I, I never liked the idea of, like... Fast food fish, it always kind of weirded me out. I know you like a filet of fish I love a filet of fish And I was actually just thinking, like, for how popular fish tacos are, they have never tried to introduce them at Taco Bell. No, because Taco Bell knows how to stay in their lane. They're not, like, they're not like a 
jack-in-the-box that has to give me a teriyaki bowl and a taco. Yeah, I feel like you're more likely to find a fish taco at jack-in-the-box, honestly. Yeah, or maybe a cookout restaurant. Like, jack-in-the-box has, like, I know they have, like, teriyaki bowls and tacos. Yeah, they definitely have tacos. It's unclear if they... I don't think they have fish tacos. Have fish tacos. Um, maybe that's... Nobody's franchised, like... I also think... Well, yes, because that's what I'm about to tell you about. Somebody's franchised the fish taco place? Or? Hell yeah, yeah. Have you heard of Rubio's? No. So... Marco Rubio? Yes, Marco Rubio. The Thing. scion of Rubio's Fresh Mexican <laughs> Grill. No, it really is. So the man's name is Ralph Rubio. Yes. And he stole a recipe, barred a recipe, received... Depending on who tells the story, yes. a recipe from a chef at a taco stand in San Felipe, which is one of the cities that I mentioned, is Lee's claim to the origin of fish tacos. So Ralph Rubio was a college student in San Diego, and he went on spring break or some kind of college-style trip mm. to uh, Baja, California, and ate a bunch of fish tacos and was like, we should have fish tacos mm-hmm. in the United States. Where was he from? San Diego. Okay. Um, or at least he was living in, he was going to college in San Diego. And he was like, he had this idea, he was like, this would be something that I should start a restaurant doing. Because they, you couldn't. Because they don't, it didn't exist. It didn't exist in any, like, large scale. I'm sure somewhere some, in the United yeah. States at some point you could get fish on a tortilla. Right. But there wasn't, like... Like you said, a fast food place selling these. So he went to this chef named Carlos and asked him if he wanted to come with him back to the U.S. and start a restaurant. And he was like, no, man, I live here. (laughs) What a what a real like American manifest destiny thing to try to do. It's like, hey. Come work for me in America. And it's like, this guy doesn't even have a restaurant. He's like a college student that yeah. wants to start a restaurant. It's like, not. Nah, Carlos is like, no, I'm not going back to college with you and making a fish <laughs> taco place. All right, so I got a place for us. Now, you might we call them dorm rooms in America. <laughs> right? <laughs> look, look, Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook out of his dorm room. We're going to create a... Fish taco chain. <laughs> We're going to sell them in the dorms. It's yeah. going to be great. Um, so he, he asked if he wanted to come make them in San Diego. He said no. Um, and then I will say, I'll give Ralph Rubio more credit than, uh, do you remember his name? I'm looking it up. The Chick-fil-A guy? S. Truett Cathy. Yeah. Um, more credit than Esther at Kathy because he doesn't claim he invented fish tacos mm. when you interview him. Well, he probably doesn't have as much money as Esther at Kathy. I don't think he does. I mean, yeah. I think he's still a business. There's a lot of Rubio's locations, I think so that, he's but doing I, fine. But I but think that there are very few people that have as much money as the owner of Chick-fil-A. No, that's true. I'm sure. Um... But yeah, he he is in interviews willing to admit that he did not invent fish tacos and he was not even the first person to sell them in San Diego, but he was the person who made them catch on in San Diego. Have you been to one of these places? I don't think so. Okay. They're mostly in Southern California. Oh, okay. Um, and I meant to pull up a 
where they're located. This makes me wonder, because we've talked about this a lot, about a lot of, like, you can't copyright a recipe. Right. So, uh, but it's a nice thing, and it shows that you're kind of a better better person capitalist if you're willing to give credit that somebody else came up with the idea. Yeah, yeah, so they're in... I agree. And they're, so they're in California, Arizona, and Nevada, and there are some in Northern California, too, in addition to Southern, but mostly Southern California. Um, yeah, and I think, like, he's, he's, like, in interviews I've read, he's more humble about, like, what he did and didn't do. Well, there's a different kind of, like, like, uh, founder story where it's, like, I was traveling and I went to the nicest little taqueria and met this chef, and he taught me the ways of the fish taco. Mm-hmm. It also it also took him like ten years between when he like had the idea and when he opened his first restaurant. Well, yeah, because he was a college student. Yeah, like he, but he didn't have like he had like he didn't have daddy money. Yeah, though. he had like I think middle class or upper middle class parents, but he didn't have like. Business owner parents that were just like, let's buy you a taco stand. We'll give so, you like, a million dollars to start Microsoft. Yeah, like I think his parents, it was one of these things where I think was, in the interview I read, his parents like helped him out. Like I think they helped him buy the first location, but they definitely weren't weren't like, like they, it was like their, they didn't have enough money. They gave to, their life savings. Yeah, exactly. Like they basically, he found a place that he wanted to put it in for the first location and then they basically just waited out the person who was trying to sell it because they couldn't afford what they were originally asking. Mm-hmm. And they managed to, like, haggle the price down. So I think that was, like, going out on a limb a little bit to open the first location. Yeah. And um, I think he said he still, like, goes and checks out the location. <laughs> it's, like... It's up and running. Yeah, it works works in the business still um but yeah he was like i think it was one of these things where for like 10 or 15 years of his life he was just like constantly talking about this taco stand idea and everybody's like come on man it's not one of these days one of these days i'm gonna open that taco stand yep. you're gonna see it mm-hmm. fish tacos are gonna be all the rage yep but then it happened yeah so um and then obviously like you said you can't copyright a recipe so when they got popular other people started right also selling fish tacos um and like i said there's lots of different versions so like um the, if you're in baja california it looks like a lot of the taco shacks use dogfish or shark actually oh really as a white fish um but rubio's which i think is really funny uses wild alaska pollock okay which is a white fish but, but like not an alaska <laughs> And then uh, the ones we had last week were catfish. Interesting. So there's no, like, you have to use this kind of fish. Um, there's, like we said before, there's no, like, one specific, like, set of slaws or salsas or sauces that you need to use. The one tip I did see is Chef Aron Sanchez from the Food Network. Yes. Um says, don't put tomato on your fish tacos because it's too moist and it makes the batter soggy. I mean, yeah, I could see that. But what if it's in, like, a... Because tomatoes are in a lot of pico de gallos. Yeah. So, but not just, like, a 
slice of tomato. Yeah, like, don't put, like, a beefsteak, yeah, yeah. tomato, yeah. Well, yeah I, I think if you have, like, a little pico de guy and there's a little tomato in it, it's... Right. Maybe that would pass. But I, but I get what he's saying because, mm-hmm. like, I've definitely had some tacos where it's been, like, this is, like, very soggy. Yeah. And, like, it... And, like, and that's probably a flour tortilla issue where it's, like, flour tortillas tend to fall apart quicker than right. corn tortillas. Yeah. And I think that may be what happened to our condiments in the delivery because I think they package them separately. Yes. Because I think if you put a bunch of, like, sauces and, like, a pico de gallo on a fish taco and then traveled with it, it probably does get gross. Which I appreciate. And as somebody who used to work at a Buffalo Wild Wings, I have definitely, when I was packing, when I was working Expo and packing up, you forget sometimes to put ranch and blue cheese and stuff like that in the bags. Yeah. So it's a, it's a human error. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I will definitely order from there again. It's just like, I, and I appreciate like the effort to not make my tacos. We kind of just had like, like catfish fritters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we just had like fried catfish on a tortilla. Yeah, so I guess that's the basic history of fish tacos. Do you have any favorite or least favorite styles of fish tacos? Um, I don't, so I've had some, again, too much, the ratio is important, Mm -hmm. too much, like, slaw, not enough fish, because sometimes I feel like they'll call something a fish taco, and they're really skimping on the fish, Mm -hmm. and it's really more about the other accoutrements. Other times, I've had fish taco where it's been all, like, just, like, I'm, and I'm thinking not the breaded fish like we had, but like like a piece of fish and a little bit of, what's the cheese, the koja? Cojita. Cojita cheese. And then like a little like cilantro and that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not enough. You need something because yeah. I don't think it's really a taco unless it has, I would probably feel the same thing if it was like a piece of grilled chicken or mm-hmm. or pork or whatever. It needs like... A taco needs the, like, accoutrements. Yes. I I agree. I dislike that fish tacos often have cilantro on them because but, I am the soap gene. But but that's also the big problem with, like, like what what is, what would we call it, like, big star? Like, fast, fast casual taco places? I wouldn't call that a fast casual because it's like a sit down with right. a bar, but it's kind of, like... like um, like taco. So ta- I I would say Tex-Mex, but I was looking them up and they yeah. define themselves as a Bakersfield, California honky tonk. Okay, so like, but these kind <laughs> of like these kind of like, I guess bar. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like cilantro. You find that in a lot of those places. Yeah, you kind of have to ask for no cilantro. Um, but yeah, I something that I really like, and this is why I ordered it, is uh, I like shrimp tacos, mm-hmm. and I think they're a little bit easier to eat because they're individual shrimps instead yeah. of like one chunk of fish. Yes, you could take a bite and yeah. have a shrimp. Yep. The next bite can have a different shrimp. Exactly. Now here's my question, and it goes for fish and shrimp tacos. Do you like them breaded or not breaded? I. With shrimp, I think I can go either way. Mm-hmm. I do like a breaded shrimp. With the 
fish tacos, I think, it depends on the fish a little bit. Like I said, I had an, a tuna, like an ahi tuna taco, and that would have been weird to be breaded. Right. But um, a white fish. But a white fish, I think I like a light breading. Yeah. Because it's just not enough flavor otherwise a lot of the time. I would 100% of the time prefer my shrimp to not have breading on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I've been burned by popcorn shrimp so many times. Burned like like not burned physically, as in physically or... burned. <laughs> not physically burned. But I've been burned in the fact that like I'll bite into it and it's like a fully dough popcorn piece oh, of gross. popcorn shrimp. Oh. And so I don't trust breaded shrimp. <laughs> or or the festival I was working this weekend, I got some coconut shrimp, and it was like, I feel like I would have, like, it, it just, like, the breaded shrimp loses its, like, shrimp, shrimpiness quicker, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, sure, yeah. So, I'm always on team. You're on team grilled shrimp. Team grilled shrimp, 100% of the time. I, um, don't, like, I think... I'm with you in where, you, like, you have to be careful about the ratio because I think more than, like, the fried or grilled, I agree with you, that when you have too big of a chunk of fish, mm-hmm. it, like, overpowers the rest of the stuff. And I think I really like the stuff. Like, one of the reasons I like to order a fish taco over another kind of taco is that I like coleslaw. Yeah. I like cabbage slaw. I like, like, crema. I like sort of those style of condiments. So it's like an overall package that I really like. Yeah, I like I like fish taco. I think that like it's not normally one of my go-to like mm-hmm. ordering if we're like going to a taco place. Yeah. Like I'll generally be like a, a steak or a beef or if they have pork belly or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, or shrimp, but uh but I think like and that's probably why, because of more of, like, I don't know what kind of coleslaw I'm going to get on. Right, yeah, you have to really look hard at it. So, we've had a few other interesting meals out that we haven't talked about. Are we we going to do a rundown of our... Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a quick rundown. We'll see. There's a few different ones that I think are worth speaking about, and we'll just go through them until we run out of time. Podcast business. Podcast, yeah, just like... Catching some, up. Some, some catching up on things. Catching up with... Liz and Dylan. Where did we eat recently? Um, nice. So, first one that I think we should touch on, we went to the Olive Garden. Woo. And let me tell you, family is not what it used to be. <laughs> that was exactly my question. Not, like, about family, but, like, <laughs> do, we, do we still like Olive Garden? Olive Garden is one of the things where, remember... When we went to Red Lobster and you were like, we got to go to Red Lobster because I had never been to one and it was definitely the worst place we ate all year. Yes. We were hyped and it was not, it did not hold up to the hype. I think that there's a certain subsect of chain restaurants that we look back either ironically or nostalgically for. And when you go there, after about five minutes of sitting there, you're like, oh, we could have gone to a way better restaurant than this. Yeah. Like, it wasn't bad. It was fine. My asparagus wasn't cooked all the way through. <laughs> like. You gotta avoid getting vegetables at these places. I didn't mean to. I got the <laughs> shrimp scampi. 
<laughs> Some of the worst vegetables I've ever eaten in my adult life are when I tried to get a healthy meal at Red Lobster one time. Yeah. It's like they give you, like, steamed slop as and call it, like, vegetable medley. Like, yeah. Like, no, it's fine. Like, I enjoyed mine. I just got spaghetti with meat sauce. Can't that, argue with it. The thing that I like about Olive Garden is, and, and we were never an Olive Garden family, uh, although when you're there, you're family, mm-hmm. so I, I guess yeah, I Everybody's am. an Olive Garden yeah. family, by definition. My, uh, my Olive Garden thing is, like, you can get... A lot of like take they they make it so easy. Oh yeah, for if you, you eat there, you can order a second entree to take home for, for like six dollars. And yeah. and they'll if you're nice, they most of the time they'll package up like extra bread and or extra breadsticks yep. and salad for you. Like yeah. they're down for the cause. Like Olive Garden is the proletariat of chain chain restaurants. I have a hot take and then possibly a second hot take. Okay. Hot take number one. I don't think the breadsticks hold up. Oh, really? I don't like them anymore. Really? Uh, You know why? Why? I think I know why. Oh, no. Why? because you're... Because I had COVID? (laughs) No, it's because you have... Whenever we get, like, Domino's... You'll get like cheesy bread, and I feel like once uh, you start once you start being a cheesy bread person, you can't go back to just regular buttered breadsticks. Oh no! You know what I mean? Oh my god! Like when was the last time, other than when we were at Olive Garden, that you've had just regular breadsticks? You're right. You know, you've broken that cheesy bread seal. You're right. It's I I. It's like when you watch so much porn, you aren't used to real people. <laughs> You've been, you've been. Uh, I've had so much cheesy bread. I'm just. You've been watching that cheesy bread <laughs> porn. That regular breadstick sex is not going to do it for you. It doesn't do it for me anymore. I've been having too much bread with cheese on it. Um, maybe that's it. It's just like it's not. They're not that interesting, and I feel like they used to be. And I thought about this when you were gone. When you were gone last weekend, because I almost ordered garlic knots. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I decided to get cheesy bread. (laughs) Yeah, you can't, you can't just have garlic knots. Um, And then a second hot take is, I think the salad is good. Yeah. I always am more into the salad than I expect to be. And I think the thing about the salad is that makes it good is the dressing. Yeah. And you know it's good dressing because they started bottling it and putting it in grocery stores. Yeah, you can just put it on your own salad. And yeah. that is the mark that people really like it. You don't see, you don't see salad dressing from, I don't know, uh, Outback Steakhouse at the... But it's like it's like why we have a thing of horsey sauce in yeah, our fridge. It's, it's like, like an actually like good it's sauce. Like when yeah. they sometimes chain restaurants stumble upon like, oh, this is like a good recipe. We can mass market this. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like, cause I am always like happy to eat the salad, and then I'm like, oh, I want more of this salad, and I'm surprised because I think I will want a second breadstick, but I usually don't. And my problem is, I'll eat like three or. Th- they get me on the breadsticks, so I have mm. to be cognizant of how many I'm eating or else I won't be able to eat my uncooked asparagus. And then you'll just have two entrees to right. take home. Right. No, uh, one time uh, I went with uh, our friend Tom, who we went on Veterans Day, and mm. as an active service member, he got uh, 
so he. I think we walked out with like three or four free meals. It was <laughs> dumb how much like how much stolen valor I got from the Olive Garden that night. Yeah. You got also, like, a lot of things from a lot of places. Well, we don't have to talk about how much of a scumbag I am about <laughs> getting free things on. I mean, it's for Tom. It's for Tom, and he enjoyed it all. It was really an activity that he enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> doing doing a Veterans Day uh, or Memorial Day free thing crawl with your active duty service member friends is something I would recommend. It's very fun to do. Yeah, befriend. If you don't have a friend already, find one. We went to so many Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we went to like 17 Dunkin' Donuts because we got he got a free donut at every Dunkin' Donut. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, the other, there was one more thing I was going to say about, oh, uh, Olive Garden's the only corporate internet account that I've had, like, interactions with. Right, yes, because, I remember that. Because when we were uh, in the beginning of COVID uh, and everybody was promoting, like, uh, everybody was promoting, like, get carry out, like, it was the first time that's ever been a thing, <laughs> I, I just put a status that was, like, uh, at Olive Garden, does it still count as family? If we're sitting in the parking lot picking up, and they responded with, now more than ever, we're all family. (laughs) (laughs) More than ever in these unprecedented times. And kudos to that intern for really (laughs) making my day. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I like the... People who run the social media accounts for a lot of chain sometimes, restaurants. They have a lot of fun. Sometimes they're good. I like when they start fighting with each other. That's fun. Yeah. So I wonder sometimes if it's the same person doing multiple. It's a firm. It's, it's a... well, no, I, I because I had a friend who did like McDonald's tweets. Yeah. And it's kind of just like a bunch of freelancers who like their job is to look for people tagging McDonald's or whatever, and then be like, "Hope you're loving it." Yeah. There's... <laughs> There's uh there's always like the ones online where it's just like, oh man, Domino Domino's gave me flaming diarrhea, and Domino's will respond like another satisfied customer. <laughs> and but the reason I was thinking it could be the same person is not that I think there's like a big operation doing this, but because I can imagine somebody getting two of these jobs at the same time because I don't think they're that time-consuming. No, for sure. Like, all all you have to do, it's a very easy thing where it's like you respond to, like, ten people in a day and it looks like you've been doing your work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what their, like, metrics are. There are a lot of -of out-of-work comedians that uh, could definitely be doing this. Right, especially with Grubhub layoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, that's your food news you can use. I like how we were like, let's talk about all the things that we ate. Olive, Olive Garden. We only got through Olive Garden. Well, I mean, do we want to talk about another one? Or... No, I think we okay. should just leave it We'll Olive save Garden. them for later. We'll, ta- we'll, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll do, we'll do this. We'll do a series of... We'll, do, we'll keep doing Where Have We Eaten Lately, and yeah. eventually we'll catch up. We'll do a series, but I love... But all, everybody's been to the Olive Garden. Look, every and everybody's... We are families. We know? are family. We don't have the rights to that song. Breadsticks, breadsticks, breadsticks with me. Cheese. Jeez, 
Breadsticks with bread, cheese. Breadsticks, breadsticks, no, breadsticks with to, cheese. No, I need to. I'm, I'm, I'm officially not eating cheesy bread until I <laughs> oh, no. bring my taste for breadsticks back. Uh, why are you torturing yourself? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna be able to love. All right. <laughs> All right. Next week we'll have food with us. Food. We'll eat something we'll next eat week. Something. We promise. <laughs>